Hello and welcome to episode two of The Monk and the Shaman, a.k.a. The Spiritual Assholes. Um, I am a lone asshole this week as Oria just flew on Monday back to Israel, as you heard he was going to do last week. So what we're going to do is Oria did a talk at the... New York City Holistic Chamber of Commerce a couple of weeks ago, and I've got a recording of that. We went and shot it for him. And um, we've got about a 35-minute recording, so I figured I would just share that with you, and then you can um, take a listen, and we can come back after we hear Aurea's talk, and we'll talk a little bit about it. So if you do want to dial in, please feel free to dial in. The uh, guest call-in number is 619 924 0731. Again, that's 619-924-0731. And uh, so, yeah, so here we go. Here is Aurea at the Holistic Chamber of Commerce talking a little bit about spirituality and business. So this, this is a co-creation, which is the best uh, example of leadership. The only real thing I prepared for this was the title, was the subject, which I called the, what did I say? The business of spiritual leadership. Now, those are three words, right? Like business, spiritual, and leadership. What, what do they all have in common? We'll see. But also the Manhattan Holistic Chamber of Commerce, those are the same words if you actually pay attention. Manhattan Holistic Chamber of Commerce, you got Manhattan as in leadership, Right, because whatever happens in Manhattan happens in the rest of the globe, or at least the world. It really does. And there is a responsibility in being in Manhattan. There is no coincidences. There are no, you know, people who have been here, people who grew up here, and then people who are being called here. It doesn't matter how many times I try to leave this place, I keep coming back. And it's a responsibility. It's a big, big responsibility. That's where the leadership comes in. Why is it a responsibility? Because we are electromagnetic beings. We just are. So whatever we are awakening within us must awaken with people around us. It's just the way life works. It may not happen in an instant, but you cannot awaken someone else. You cannot awaken anything in anyone else unless it is already awakened within you. That's a something that took me lifetimes, I think, to learn, actually. So the leadership part, Manhattan part, is important for you guys to recognize. I, I, I was feeling into it. It's like, well, what am I going to share? What am I, I going to impart? You know? And I'm like, the experience of magic, the experience of you are the light of your world. You are the light of your world, just like I know I am the light of my world. And being in Manhattan, being a leader, is a responsibility. And there is a, there's a desire, there's an intention within me to awaken, ignite, remind a magical aspect within you that you've always been in touch with. It's why you're here. But it's kind of peculiar. Like I talked to Michelle, she's been telling, she tells me that she's been doing this since the 70s. And I wasn't around in the 70s. <laughs> I wasn't. My father was, who is here. And he has been kind of holding this torch and this vision, just like some of you have been for many, 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 many years. 
And as I've, I, as I've gotten to kind of get to know some people, I mean, a bunch of people over the past four years or so, I saw that there is a need to remind and ignite a lot of you who have been doing this for such a long time to realize that you've done this work for a reason. Now, and I say people like me only due to my biological age, not cosmic age, we're able to come in and it's much easier for us to remember, to inspire, to encourage, but it all comes from all of the work that you've been doing for such a long time. And Manhattan, again, I didn't plan to talk about Manhattan that much, but it's a responsibility. It really is, because Manhattan is like being on the Internet without a computer. It really is. It really is. The, the fact that there's so many people around, that's why the, the, the higher the potential, the higher the depression could be. Like, it, there is this um, duality in New York City, because they say if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere kind of weird truth because the truth is if you're true to yourself in Manhattan, if you're true to yourself and you're focused on providing value and contribution and doing it consistently, you are basically guaranteed to succeed. Now that's a, that's a tough statement because a lot of people are, are, are trying really hard and they're having a hard time and it seems like only a certain percentage of people in Manhattan actually succeed and the rest of us just pay to work, to, to pay the rent, right? But that's, that's how it is with every opportunity, with every responsibility. It's right here and it's up to us. So us being in Manhattan, leadership, and then we have, it was the Manhattan Holistic Chamber of Commerce, then we have Holistic, which is spirituality, and then Commerce, which is business. So the business of spiritual leadership is really what this is all about. And everyone here is a service, or at least would like to have a service, or thinks they have a service. Everyone here has a gift, has a passion, or would like to explore a passion. And yet there seems to be the old way where we are all like individuals, and there has, there's been this feeling like, well, once I make it, I'll contribute. Once I do it, I'll provide. Once I'll find myself, I will uh, do, I'll build community. The, where I come from, she gave a little background. I did, I came here to Manhattan from Israel at the age of 15. And I literally, I went into business immediately only because that's what I saw on TV. That's what I saw, the American dream. The American dream is you come, you make money, so you don't have any more responsibilities, and then you figure it out. That is the American dream, no? Am I wrong? <laughs> no, for real. Why, why do people want money? For real. Why? Most people want money because to be free, to not have responsibilities. To not have responsibilities. There is a, there is a brutality in the ordinary that we live in, and we all know that. There is a brutality in you know, our, the convenience of our iPhones and the things that we are carrying every day. We know how wasteful it is and what it takes to be here and yet we, we just we spiritually bypass what it takes to actually be here and this is an opportunity for us right now and what's happening in the world to really pay attention to like I, I didn't know what guru really meant the guru which you know integrating integrating the light and the dark and that's what 
I've learned practicing and running and facilitating indigenous spiritual shamanic circles. And I'll give you a quick background so for context. So I came here, I started many businesses. I went for the biggest thing I could find, which was, it was back in 1998, so of course I decided to take a company public. And because that was it, that was back then, that was the dot-com bubble. So I was part of the dot-com bubble, and when that, then we were millionaires on paper for, for a little bit of time, and I went for everything that I, that I, that I saw was it. And then when the dot-com crashed with a little bit of resources, I went into real estate. And I did real estate. And when that crashed, and I found myself very sick physically in my body, like very overweight with uh, really like a health crisis that they were, they, were, they, were, they were potentially fatal. I did move to California and with a spiritual crisis, really, because... I went and I did everything, technology, real estate. I studied personal development and hyp hypnosis. And, and I did everything that I thought was going to make me successful and happy. And yet I found myself more more sick, more alienated, and m a lot more convinced that I'm not good enough and that I don't have the resources and I should have been born to another set of something. And when I went to California uh, to heal, and I was interviewing and I was working with a lot of different personal development and spiritual teachers, my heart got even more broken because I found how much of the, how, how much of a business, purely for business only, a lot of the personal development and spirituality really is in the big picture of things. Now, again, I know that this was, this was me, it was the people I, I was hanging out with. But what I found was very interesting because I grew up in a religious environment. I grew up in a very, very religious environment. And what they told us is that everybody outside was wrong and we were better and we were special and we have to use special tools and special resources and we couldn't talk to anybody outside of our circles. And all we had to do is just make sure that we don't F things up, basically. So then moving to America and going for all its success. So 15 years in religion and then another 15 years as an entrepreneur, I find myself in the same space. But instead of God, it was money. Really, the same feelings. You have to know the right people. You have to network with the right things. You are not good by default. And you have to work for it. In religion, it was, you have to correct yourself. <coughs> And in uh, business, that it was you have to improve yourself. <laughs> so I was on my knees, to tell you the truth, uh, six years ago, almost every day, praying. That's the one thing I knew how to do. That's the, really the one thing I knew how to do from childhood, is pray. I didn't know who I was praying to, but I knew that it felt real. I knew that it felt real. I knew that taking a few moments for myself and really just asking and asking for guidance and starting to listen, starting to pay attention to the voices in my head. I went to a, a, a teacher once and I said, how do I stop all the voices in my head? You know what he told me? Maybe you should listen to them. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not about stopping the voices in your head. It's not about overcoming depression. It's not about overcoming your doubts. It's integrating. Integrating the light and the dark. Integrating both. If you have voices in your head, listen to them and see what they're saying. What I heard, what I heard, is I heard myself explaining myself to myself all the time. And that became very clear that I don't want to be here. So, after the right time, of course, I was introduced to a Peruvian shaman and I went on a spiritual journey and I was introduced to the fourth aspect which you didn't mention. Because you mentioned body, mind and spirit. Then I never realized that there's a whole other realm which everything connects through that, which is what? Who knows? The heart. The heart. Yay. <laughs> Yay. So, we have this thing. Triangle, right? We like triangle. We like body, mind, spirit. We, it fits our... How, how we look. We feel like you know, we're like flowers. We have to go up. But that's not true. That triangle has another triangle that comes in. But that's a whole other topic. There are four directions. And that's what I learned practicing shamanism. There are four directions. And the four directions are really four representations of how you make and create meaning in your life on a day-to-day basis. Your consciousness is a dance between your opposite and complementary forces and energies. That is what your consciousness is. So, if you are feeling stuck in your head, our job is to what? Come back into the heart. If you are feeling like you're stuck in spirit, where so many possibilities, I don't know what to do, it's time to come back into the body. And using different tools and resources, plant medicines, practices, meditations, and whatnot, what I've learned, what I'm still learning, is how to generate what the, the opposite energies and learning how, what, when the things come together, how, how, how it really expresses you and how it represents you. Alchemy, wizardry, you know, the magic that you all have is really about knowing how to generate and express your opposite and complementary energies. And that's what, I, that's what I teach now. That's what I do now. I actually found out that even when I went into shamanism, and I still am in it, the real work is integration. Because having a glimpse, having an experience of oneness, having an experience of being in your heart, is, 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 not only it's not enough, that's a given. That's a given. The real work which we have right now is to individually, individually first come back into our hearts. And what happens when we come back into our heart? Our imagination is free again. And that's what I'd like to remind you, invite you to really pay attention to your imagination. Michelle made this beautiful. I, I, I got you. It's, it's kind of funny that I speak to people and I work with people at all ages. I really do. And I feel like if I could just focus on one thing in my life, it would be to help people really free their imagination. Because that is where your Christ consciousness lives. That is what Christ consciousness is. That is where Krishna and Buddha, 
whatever you, whatever you believe in, it's in your imagination. Because before any of this was here, it started with a thought. It started with an imagination. And now as we are approaching winter, or well actually we are in the winter, we are approaching spring, we don't have to get all shamanistic about this, but this is winter, right? We all know this is winter. Yeah. It's the perfect time to pay attention to your imagination. It's the time to pay attention to what it is that you are creating. Because people talk a lot about you're creating your own reality or you can't create your own reality, the law of attraction, here's how to make it work. All of that is, it's really nonsense unless you realize that you're always creating your own reality. It's not do you create your own reality and how to do it. You're always creating your own reality with your imagination and how you feel about yourself. Again, your imagination and how you feel about yourself create everything. So the question is, because for me, the way I grew up and in indigenous cultures, the new year starts in the spring. So happy fake new year, everybody, of course. You know, happy uh, new year's, uh, billable new year's, billing cycle new year. Uh, but pay attention because we are finishing the last year. The seeds have already been sown. Spring is around the corner. So I want to take a couple of minutes, really, right now, with you guys, to really pay attention to, you know, we all have businesses, business ventures, business endeavors. This is a business networking of sorts. You've got to repay really, 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 really close attention to what you believe is going to happen. Or even better, what is it that you want? The hardest thing I ever ask and the hardest thing anybody ever asks me is, what do you want? Now, this is a holistic group, right? So we don't have to talk about the ego and all that stuff. We can, but we're not going to. Assuming that you got your ego in check. Check, hopefully. You, 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 you know that you are here to allow spirit, allow life to channel through you, correct? There is just like your fingerprint is here and your eye print is here or whatever it's called. Your destiny, your purpose is also built in. It really is. The biggest lesson I've, I've learned over the past five years doing this work intensively is to get out of the way. I'm only here tonight because I got out of the way and I said yes a few times. In the past, for me to be here, it would have meant I would have to have websites and emails and networking. and I, I actually didn't do anything. Michelle even made this with Joan. Now, she keeps telling me these are my words, and I believe her. That's fine. That's fine. But the point is, the point is, the point is that there is another way to live. There's another way to network. There's another way to be. You're not here to collect business. You're not here to, to make new connections. You're not. It, it, it can happen, and it happens, but you're here to share your presence. You're here to share your light. It's very, very, very important. My words don't mean much. They do, but it's not my words. It's the feeling that's within me. It's the awakened part that's within me that you are either recognizing, fighting, wanting to be like, not wanting to be like, whatever it is, that is the real exchange that is happening here. And that is my true, sincere desire for you to awaken your imagination, awaken your desire and to really, really pay attention to what? What are you creating? Not now, 
coming spring. Sorry, I'm not a one-night stand. I, 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 no, I'm not. I like it, it, there's no such thing. It takes time. Uh, Michelle told me that I can continue working with you guys and playing with you guys. Great, this is why I'm here. If this was just like a thing, like a keynote speaking thing, then, I don't know, maybe if the money was right. But that's not... <laughs> <laughs> that's not really that's not really why we you know why I'm here. I'm here to really help you become and be who you are. So then your vision for yourself, the creation part, the business ventures, they flow naturally. Does that make sense? They flow really 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 naturally and effortlessly. All you got to do all you got to do is start Let's do this real quick. I know. The business of spiritual leadership. Just imagine the four directions. Imagine heart, body, mind, spirit. But for in a business point of view, there is presence, which is what's here, and there is creation. Those two dance together. So first, first is learning, using meditation, using everything else, but then using meditation for what? Using meditation to see who you are. See, when you're imagining your future business, your future clients, your future growth, also what comes up, what fears, what insecurities and what doubts, and not to overcome them. Life forbid. You don't want to overcome anything. You use it. You use it. The more you doubt it, the more you're insecure, the more likely this is what you're supposed to do. Otherwise, why you keep fighting it? There's many things you can be afraid of. Pay attention to that. There are many, many things you can be afraid of. If you're afraid about very specific things in your life and they keep coming up, stop fighting it and just say, this is how I do it. This is what I am doing. And what's most importantly, what I didn't say yet, what's common between the business of spiritual leadership is vision. This is all about vision. I'd like you to take, what is it, a couple minutes? How many we have? Ten minutes? Five minutes? She'll let us know. And whatever vision, what is your vision? And it's so difficult when you are thinking small. You've got to think bigger than you are. It's important. Otherwise, you're insulting everybody in the room. You understand? Like you're insulting life if you go by your rational mind. Your mind's job is to separate and analyze. That's it. That's what it does. It's really, 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 really good at it. It's genius. But then there is the heart which is connection and spirit flows through it. So take a few minutes. Write down your vision for the, for, for, for the spring. What's springing within you? What's springing inside your business? Pay attention to your breath. Pay attention to your thoughts. Pay attention to your fears. You can do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say random words just to make sure. Definitely leverage this moment. Michelle is very magical. Michelle is very, very magical. I know that because I'm here. <laughs> you guys know the, the definition of abracadabra? No. No. Yes. Enough of you know? Yes. Listen, I grew up speaking Aramaic. So this is not from Facebook. This is from my 
from, from my childhood. Abra Kadabra literally means Abra comes from the word Bore, which means to create. Kadabra comes from the word Dover, which is to speak. I create what I speak. I create what I speak. You cannot, you cannot bypass this. Everything is true as you are saying it. Luckily, there is time and space to give us times to correct it, whether it's true to our alignment or not. But whatever you're thinking and feeling and envisioning is happening. So as you're doing it right now and you take a few words, I, I, I'm sorry to tell you, but it's going to happen. <laughs> no, it is. And if, you're, and, and, and if you leave it blank, that's going to happen too. It's going to happen too. Even if you just write, I am the light of my world. I am the light of my world. I'm not overcoming darkness. I'm not kicking away the darkness. There is no such thing as light without the darkness. You always have the opportunity to be both. But in order for us to lead, because how many people are here? 30, 40? There's, there's 8 million people in Manhattan. We don't, need that. we don't need all 8 million people to awaken. But we do need you guys and me to be really clear about our vision. We need it to happen. I'll say things while you're right, just to help you concentrate. A hundred... What's the biggest thing right now in technology is fiber optics, right? You're familiar with fiber optics? It travels to light, it's really, really fast. A hundred years before the fiber optic patent, which was in 1980, in 1880, the patent that was the precursor to fiber optics is called the photophone. And the photophone was the first phone where a voice was transmitted through mirrors, through light. So 140 years ago, we already discovered that light transmits all information. Light, electricity, on and off. Your mind is a mirror of consciousness. Your mind is a mirror of consciousness. If you can recall a memory, your mind is literally reflecting you a thought. Just, just like feel into it for a second. If you can recall a memory or a visual image, that literally, literally means your mind is mirroring something. The information is all there. So when you write this stuff down, and this is my you know, follow-up event and all the work that I'm doing with people, I know you're creating your reality together. I know that. So we may as well help each other along the way. Because this is not about making a living. See, if you were here to make a living, that, that's, we're here to, to live in our greatness. To, living is a given. Living is a given. We, we, we were born into this. It's about our greatness, and that really means vision. So I'm, to, I'm actually going to be quiet for two minutes to have you really see your vision, feel your vision, and write a few more words.
Take a few more minutes. When you write, uh, listen, I was asked to do this exercise 10, 15, 20 years ago. I wasn't ready. I was frustrated about these exercises. I really was. And I'm not saying could have, would have, should have. But I know for a fact that I'm here right now with you guys because I saw this in my mind way before this was even possible. I sat behind a computer for 20 years. If you think I have any confidence or presence in front of you guys, it is all self-created by my own imagination. It really is. It really, really is, including the confidence and the whatever it is that comes off. It starts in your imagination, and we can never, ever, 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 ever think that it's any other way. It really isn't. And that's the best news and the worst news. So, just write a few more words and let's put it down. And really, my invitation to... You know, to, come to, to work again, to play again together, really is about taking what you write, so keep it. My best advice is to take your phone later and you take a picture of it because you're going to lose that piece of paper. And then you're going to email it. Email it to me. I mean, I'll give you my email right now. Maybe it's written right there. Actually, it's not. Because we'll also have an account. Okay, perfect. Oh, yes. Even better. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I, I, I do this all the time. And I, and, I, and I feel people and they're like, yeah, 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 I know, but how do I know? It does. It really, 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 really does. You can have the best year of your life yet. I, I see it all the time. You have to feel it in your heart. Shamanism and all this work that we do is for one purpose only. Community building. You know, if I had another chance to do the five words, I would say self-reliant in community or something like that, because that's what I really teach, is self-reliance in community. But, you know, you've got to come to people from the side. You know, it's got to be shaman. I've got to say shaman a few times. But we teach magic. We are all magic. If you see it possible, then it's possible. And I know, for, I know it's possible because I, 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 I took myself out of an environment which was suppressing and religious and full of... I grew up in a household that was religious and full of substance abuse. Just imagine. It was religion and drugs. And guess what I do for a living now? <laughs> I work with spirituality and substances but instead of breaking my family, healing my family, you. And it took me years of doing work with plant medicine and substances to realize that, that those tools are arbitrary. Every journey, every shamanic ceremony in the world has ultimately two intentions, to put you back in your heart and to free your imagination to put you back in your heart and to free your imagination. So, be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself because when you're true and you're patient, I don't care how old you are or what's going on in your life, the truth is, tomorrow didn't happen. I know that for a fact. 
There's no such thing as yesterday. There's a lot of stories and memories. Anything is possible. Just like in winter, right now, all the leaves are off, right? It looks dead. But it's not. Life is in there. The potential of possibilities, the potential of opportunities, is all right now bare and naked. So, take the next two months, and instead of writing to-do lists, really pay attention to all the spaciousness. Pay attention to your desires, to what you want, to who you are. And if you feel too old and too weak or too sick, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're very right. No, I, I, I actually, I work with people and I see that they talk about disease and death and they get sick and they die. You see crazy stuff and, 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 and if you start surfing in between people's consciousnesses, you start seeing that there is no other work right now than to support each other, to be true to ourselves. And this is not a networking meeting. This is not a networking event. This is like a soul buddy system. Like you gotta, you gotta get to know each other. I, I, I'm so happy that this is a thing where people keep connecting, and I look forward to getting to know. That's, I'm not gonna say all of you. That's that's not gonna happen. But to really help each other, Manhattan Holistic Chamber of Commerce. That's uh, that's the, it. Really is. That's the future of spiritual business. It really, 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 really is. So just so you know what to expect in the two and a half hours, I, I'll basically, we'll go through the four opposite and complementary expressions of the business of spiritual leadership, which is presence, creation, expression, and sharing. So in order for you to be successful, and whatever you mean successful is, you've got to have all four in harmony. You've got you to gotta, you gotta know how to cultivate your presence and how to be present. You've got to know how to create. You've got to know your expression and you've got to know how to share it. It's important. So you bring your vision and we talk about what you want to do and then we see for you individually, where do you need work right now? Is it getting present? Is it being open to the mystery? Is it sharing a gift? Or is it just finding your voice? Whatever it may be. The last thing I want to do, because I feel the energy going away and the time going out, can we just take 10 seconds of silence? Maybe. And just say it out loud. Say it out loud as we sign off. I am the light of my world. Say it. I am the light of my world. One more time. I am the light of my world. One more time. I am the light of my world. You are. Thank you. All right. Well, everybody, that was it. Um, that was Oria at the New York City Holistic Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to him today. Um, I see that we do have a couple of people dialed in. So if there's anybody out there that would like to call and ask a question, um, we can discuss maybe some of my takeaways from this. I'm not going to jabber on by myself, but if you want to call in, please call us at 619-924-0731. Again, that's 619 
Uh, we'll give it a minute or two here, and then uh, if we don't have anybody else on, we'll, we'll have a slightly shorter episode. But, um, yeah, I uh, would love to thank Gloria for that speech. Um, I actually ended up having to miss it that night. And um, <clears throat> and uh, this is actually the first time I've had a chance to listen to the whole thing. So, anyway, uh, I thank you all for listening to Episode 2 of The Monk and the Shaman, a.k.a. The Spiritual Assholes. Uh, you can always send us a message through Blog Talk Radio, or you can... Um, yeah, send us a message through Blog Talk Radio. I just realized that I don't think I have a Facebook page uh, set up for this yet, so that's going to be something we'll try to do before next week's show. Uh, anyway, I hope you're all well, and again, thank you so much for joining us at The Monk and the Shaman, a.k.a. The Spiritual Assholes, Episode 2, and uh, hope you enjoyed that, and I... Hope uh, to hear from you all again in the soon in the future. Again, this is a weekly show. We're doing this every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's 4 p.m. Pacific and uh, 2 a.m. in Israel, or at least in Israel where he is. I'm not even sure how many time zones Israel has. So anyway, uh, thanks again, and I look forward to talking to you all in the future. Take care. Bye.